everyone, and welcome to The Forest Podcast. I am your host, Nandini. Here at The Forest Podcast, we talk all things mindfulness, self-care, motivation, self-confidence, and really my goal with this podcast is that as we're becoming the next generation of leaders and change makers, it's so important that we start to prioritize what's really important in life and start to take care of ourselves. And that's what we do here. So my goal really is that you can take something away from this episode and from all of our episodes and that you really start to live your best life. Let's get into today's episode. Hi everyone. Happy Sunday. It's been a week and I hope it was a good one for you. Um... If you just got off a winter break and you're still trying to get into school mode, I am with you. Um, I started school on Thursday. I only had school Thursday and Friday. And there was a lot of anxiety leading up to that Thursday. Um, On Thursday and Friday, I had a debate tournament, an online debate tournament. And that was a whole other situation itself. There is a lot of just emotional emotional and just mental energy that that takes up so I was literally so tired on Thursday and Friday but it was really fun my partner came over and we really just chilled a lot of the time it was really nice to sit and talk and it was it was nice emotionally draining yes but nice and I think a lot of us, when we really come back to school or at, to work after like a long period of time or a long break, it really feels a little bit disappointing. But there is also this level of, I think, almost fear um, that comes with that. Uh, in middle school, I don't feel like I noticed that as much just because I feel like in middle school, there is such a level of almost comfort that you feel that really it's it's not... It, it doesn't take as much to prepare yourself to go back to school at that point. But something about high school that I really have noticed is after these long breaks, it takes such an emotional reset to really get yourself in in the in the mindset, in the mood for school, and really just getting there. And coming to the second semester has really meant a lot to me, just in terms of like really trying to let go of a lot of the negativity and the things that I went through in the first semester and really coming to this place of confidence again and this strength and this just happiness in myself has taken so much work, but it has paid off. And I, I'm i so proud of myself for that. It took a lot of work over winter break, over the days I was in school, but I realized that that work really did pay off and and I've only been to school for two days, but it really has shown in these few days and I'm ready to bring that again to this week. So with that, our glows and grows for this week. My two grows for this week, I think number one could have been my overthinking. I just think that, you know, coming back to school, coming back with a mindset really does carry this little bit of anxious, anxious feeling and this little bit of fear, especially for me. And I was starting a new class as well, a class that honestly, I was 
pretty scared for just because it's something out of my comfort zone and I came to the class and it was a it was awesome I've only had it once but it was it was fun in the time that I had it so I'm looking forward to this class in the next week in the next few weeks and throughout the rest of the semester but certainly there was this huge just overthinking frenzy that I'd had leading up to that point, which, you know, I kind of just observed and thought, hey, you know, this is something that we can work on. Um, but definitely overthinking was definitely a problem for me this week, especially leading up to the days of a starting school. My second grow probably could have been boundaries, just in terms of boundaries with myself, like just saying, hey, this is the time I need you to go to sleep. Hey, I need you to get off your phone. Hey, I need you to focus. Like with myself, there I I have to have these emotional boundaries. We all do. I think sometimes we forget to remind ourselves of that. And that's just self-discipline, right? But yeah, I definitely think that that was something I could have worked on this week, but that's what we're going that's what this week is for, right? We're moving forward. My two glows for this week definitely my self my sense of self-worth was really there and I think that just came with the emotional strength that I've built over first semester over winter break a lot of this reflection has really and and this work really has paid off and I could really feel my sense of self-worth coming just from myself and that's a beautiful thing, right? At school, definitely, it can get really overwhelming sometimes, especially, you know, academic pressure, social pressure, athletic pressure, all these things being thrown at you. But I feel like I've really come to this place of balance. And obviously, I've only been at school for two days, but I'm hoping to carry that into this week. My second glow is this huge reminder that I've been reminding myself of. And it's that Yes, school is important in my life, and it's something that is going to help me throughout the rest of my life, but it's not the main priority of my life. The main priority of my life is me and my growth in my relationship with myself, in my spiritual growth, my self-care, the relationship I have with those in my support system And really just enjoying the small moments in life. And that was a huge shift for me, especially coming back to school. And it really did allow me to enjoy the small moments. And it's something that I'm still working on, bringing presence to the school day. But it's something that it's also really changed how I view my school day. And it's allowed me to bring a lot more positivity to that, which is something that I think has really worked for me. And really just having that as a mindset shift was huge. It really allowed me to see this whole other aspect to the school day that I really hadn't seen before, which was the small moments with my friends, the little jokes, the weather when we're sitting outside for lunch, you know, just the small things. And it it really is beautiful. So, glows and groves. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Okay, so today I wanted to ta- to tackle 
a deeper topic than what I've been doing recently. Recently, it's been a little bit lighter, you know, with romanticism, school stuff, midterms, New Year's, the lighter stuff. Now I want to go into something a little bit deeper and something that has come up for me recently, something that I've had to overcome. And I'm still working on that, but it's something that I wanted to share. And today we're going to be talking about self-doubt. Self-doubt tied to past trauma, tied to uncomfort, tied to all these different things. And self-doubt is something that every person has struggled with. Whether you are, you know, a more confident person who really does feel a really secure sense of self or you're someone who is still struggling with that and is feeling a little bit insecure self-doubt is something universal it's something that we've all had to deal with at some point and that's why i wanted to talk about that today and just kind of talk about some of the little things that you know maybe we don't notice about self-doubt um and how we can take small steps to overcome that so let's get into it It's something that we've all struggled with, um, something that has really been on my mind recently. So first of all, what is self-doubt, right? Let's just cover the basics here. Self-doubt is really this, it's not even a mindset, it's a state in which we feel unworthy, in which we feel scared, doubtful, fearful of other circumstances in our life that we feel could potentially pose a danger. And that's just my definition of self-doubt. It's what has really shown up in my life. I think self-doubt for all of us looks a little bit different while still holding the same idea of really doubting ourselves to be true. And it's something that's really hard because a lot of times what we don't realize is that self-doubt is there. We don't really see it for what it is. And something that has really been really prominent in my life, the lesson that I've had to keep learning and relearning is that our self-doubt comes from the past experiences and past traumas that we have dealt with that then show up when a situation that may be similar to a trauma or an experience where we had where we have this negative um correlation is is appearing again we find ourselves having these very negative thoughts about ourselves about our capabilities about what we can or can't do in this situation and that is self-doubt that is where that really shows up that's where it's shown up for me Um, I've talked about this before, you know, my first semester of school, um, how I was really made fun of by people who didn't understand my situation. And so I lived in fear for a long, long time at school, a place where I was going every day. But what I didn't realize is that really 
that state of where I was living in fear, where I was constantly looking around to see if those people were there, to see, oh my gosh, is someone going to make fun of me? Is someone going to look? Is, is someone going to make a look? Is someone going to make a face? Is someone going to point something out? That constant state of fear was barraged by these self-doubts, these doubts that I had about myself, that, oh, I'm not strong enough to take on these people, or I'm not confident enough to walk around freely, or I I'm not, I don't feel safe, I don't feel this, I'm not this, I'm not enough of this, right? I constantly felt all of these doubts about myself and about my ability to carry myself with the energy that is true to me. And it's so hard to overcome this because really what I had to do was gain my confidence back. And it really is one of the hardest things to do is really overcoming these thoughts. But the first step to overcoming self-doubt, this is step one, is recognizing it. And recognizing it as a response to a past trauma or experience in which you felt unsafe. That's the first thing. Because what I was realizing over time was that whenever I was in a situation where I was by myself, right, whether it was walking to class or whether it was waiting for my friends in the library or whatever it was, I would get really anxious for no reason if it was just me alone. I would get really anxious and just be like, and a lot, all these self-doubts would come back and be like, oh my gosh, like, where, where is she? Like, you know, she's supposed to meet me here or like, oh my gosh, I need to run and get to class. You know, I don't want to interact with anyone in the hallways. And like, you know, I would, I would get really, really anxious. Sometimes I would pull out my phone and I really try not to go on my phone during the school day. And I'd pull it out and I would get really anxious and, you know, do whatever I had to do so that, you know, I, would, I, I was in a place of comfort again. And in those moments, I, I started to realize that in those moments, I was actually scared of being caught alone by someone who would say something mean to me or do something rude. And again, it, came, it kept coming back to, you know, someone saying something rude to me, someone saying something mean and it happening again and again. And it's fear. Fear is the fuel of self-doubt because when we are doubting ourselves, we are doubting our abilities in a particular, in a particular, what's the word, circumstance. We are doubting who we are. We are doubting what we believe in, what we do, what our ideas are. And so the first step is realizing what that is. Just simply just realizing that, hey, I'm doubting myself. The second step is realizing where it's coming from. For most of these circumstances of self-doubt, it's coming from a past trauma. Like for me, I think for a lot of people, it's where it comes from. It's a past experience where we felt unsafe. And now our minds are trying to protect us by thinking these things so that we don't push ourselves, so that we don't step out of our comfort zone so that we are, in quotes, safe. 
And this is the hardest thing to overcome because we often believe what we think that, oh, I'm, I, I can't go do this by myself. I'm scared I'm going to be picked on. Or I, I don't want to do this. You know, I, I don't want to go do this by myself. Or I need to hurry up and get to class so that no one can catch me alone in the hallway. Like, it's very, it's very connected to a past trauma, even if it's not something recent or it's, or maybe it's not even in the same location or with the same people. Self-doubt comes up with any, any similarity that could have correlated to that past trauma or experience. And really just sitting there with yourself and really trying to think to where this comes from. And step three is the acceptance and healing. It really is accepting what happened in the past as it being in the past and saying now, getting over that fear of whatever happened in the past will allow you to overcome these thoughts in the present and to prevent them in the future. And something that has really helped me is certainly like when you're getting this just onslaught of like this self-doubt and just this like fear and all of it mixed into one in this overwhelming just state of mind, something that has helped me is Mel Robbins' five second rule. I think that's what it's called, five second rule. But counting down from five, four, three, two, one. To allow your thoughts to come back under your control. I think we often forget that we are in control of our minds. If we can harness our minds, if we can control, once again, the thoughts that are coming and going and that are really just making our perception of everything that we're going through, we really can again control the the outlook we have on our day, on our circumstances, in whatever we're in. And again, it's self-doubt. It comes from fear of a previous experience for most of us, I would say. So step one, realizing it, recognizing it as self-doubt, as it's not being fully true. Step two, digging deeper to find where it came from, right? What experience could have created this need to feel safe, which is why you're downing yourself in this situation. And three, the healing and the acceptance of what happened in the past and that past experience and in the present, doing what you can to allow those thoughts to pass see those thoughts, understand why they're there, but remember your truth. And if it's self-doubt that's preventing you from speaking out in a room where you are to speak your truth, from doing something that you've been wanting to do for so long, if it's preventing you from doing something brave, putting yourself out there, taking a tiny step out of your comfort zone, don't let it be self-doubt. Allow in that moment for you to let those thoughts go. 
find a tool or, or a method or anything that can really help you to see how these thoughts are really showing of, you know, the past experience that you had, but also allow it to go, right? See it for what it is, but it's not a truth. And allow those thoughts to go, but heal from them. And it's not as easy as doing it once. It takes practice. And for each time you recognize self-doubt coming, practicing it and allowing yourself to find that method that allows you to release some of that negativity, builds up your strength to do it again and again and again so that you are preventing self-doubt in the future. And for each new experience, it becomes harder, but you're also becoming stronger, right? Trusting your values, thinking for yourself truly and for, for what it really is, right, is really important in this because you really are building your strength. You're becoming stronger for each experience that you have. And for each time you can allow yourself to bring the awareness and say, hey, I actually did this. I brought this awareness to this self-doubt and I saw it for what it really is. And that's perfectly okay. So yeah, self-doubt. It's hard, but we can overcome it. And it really is something that is difficult to overcome. Yes, it's taken me months. It takes some people years. It takes some people just weeks, right? It really is different for every situation. So heal at your own pace, right? This is your journey and you are getting there. Self-doubt is hard. It's tough, but you are also tough. And by practicing this, for each, each moment, moment by moment, as you go through practicing this will really, really allow you to build this resilience and this way to deal with self-doubt that will really allow you to prevent it in the future. And also making sure you're practicing self-compassion is really important here too. Like, we, we can't be strong all the time. But what we can do is be kind to ourselves all the time. Sometimes we do just need to be vulnerable and just be raw and open. But even in those moments, we can be compassionate to ourselves. And even through self-doubt, it is possible to do that. So, yeah. Just as a little recap um, of today's little episode, one, step one in overcoming self-doubt is identifying it. Step two, where did this come from? Dig a little bit deeper. What experience might have triggered this thought to come into your head? Recognize it, but that doesn't mean that the thought is true. It doesn't mean that 
right? Whatever the I am, I am not enough. I am not enough of this, or I am too much of this. I can't do this, right? That's not true. It's just a fear. It's just fear, really, when it comes down to it. And then lastly, finding a tool. For me, it's the five-second rule um, from Mel Robbins. Finding that tool that really allows you to bring control back over your thoughts and over your head. And maybe it's even a little, you know, grounding phrase that you like to say, or just little something to practice that self-compassion and understand that, hey, I know this is hard, but we can do this, right? Each time you practice that, it really is a step closer to this emotional resilience that you're building. And by doing it, you're building it. It's all in the journey and the journey is beautiful. And this is it. This is the journey. It is nighttime. I started recording the podcasts in the evening just because I feel like I'm a lot more relaxed. So it is my bedtime now and we'll end this episode with the intention for the week. (sighs) Take a deep breath and maybe you're writing down your intention or just saying it in your head. But my intention for this week is to remember my truth. This week holds a lot for me, a lot of potential stress. I went to formal on Friday. I have a lot of just appointments and busy things coming up this week. But remembering that, yes, school is important, but it is not the only center focus of my life. And that through all of it, I make a conscious choice to have a positive mindset. And to make that choice is everything. All right, everyone. (laughs) Have a beautiful week. Um, I hope you remember to practice your self-care this week and take care of yourself. Um, Remember what your goal is. I think that's one of the biggest motivators is your goals. So just remember, (laughs) remember what your goals are. And remember that taking a step closer, even if it's a tiny step, is a step well taken. All right, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. It means so much to me that you're here. Please share this episode, share this podcast with someone who you think it will have a positive impact on. And you can contact me through email or social media. But please remember, tune in to next week's episode. And again, thank you so much for being here. Bye, everyone.